Let me guess. You post every single day. You engage every single day. You're in those comments. You're in those DMs. You see the group posts and you're engaging, you're posting, you're creating content and pushing it out there to the world to see. But you're not getting any leads. You're not getting any sales conversions. You're out there fishing for hours, but you're not getting any fish. I don't know what's wrong. I'm doing everything by the book. Which book? All the best practices that thought leadership told me to do for content marketing and content distribution. I'm doing every single thing. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. I double down on YouTube, even YouTube shorts. I'm out there in these social media streets, but you're not making no money from your content. You're not getting any clients. You're not getting any leads. You're having a hard time struggling to attribute social media to revenue in part because it ain't making you no revenue. What am I doing wrong? Why isn't social media working for me like I see it work for other people? One of my favorite events of the year is fastly approaching. I'm talking about HubSpot's annual inbound conference in Boston. Some of the headlining speakers are Reese Witherspoon, Andrew Huberman, the captain himself, Derek Jeter, Stephen Bartlett, Guy Raz, and there's so much more. With multiple stages featuring industry experts and tracks from sales strategy to AI and innovation, you will walk away with practical tips that you can put into action right away. So mark your calendars for September 5th through the 8th. You can click on the link in the show notes to see all the speakers, the full agenda, and to get your tickets. Now, if you are a listener of the I Digress podcast experience, you know how Inbound has changed my life. And I mean that with all humility, but also in all reality. I had the amazing experience to be a host last year, to be a speaker the previous year, and I'm happy to announce I will be a speaker again this year as the moderator for the great email debate. Get the open versus get the response with the great Jay Schwedelson and Nancy Harhut. And I don't know about you, but I have this feeling that this year's inbound is going to be unforgettable. Tickets are selling out fast. So head over to inbound.com to get yours today or click on the links in the show notes to learn more. Get your tickets now. Pause. Stop. Let's just take a deep breath. I'm going to need you to hear what I have to say. Now, maybe this isn't you because you got the formula. You know what you're doing. No worries. No sweat. New episodes are coming. I have amazing backlog of other episodes to review and listen to. But if any of that, what I just said, sounded like you, what keeps you up at night, I'm going to need you to keep listening. First and foremost, let me make this very clear. As I've said in my book, Strategize Up, social media is not the destination. Social media is the highway. It is the bridge. Therefore, do not make social media be the be-all. Just because someone followed you, just because someone gave you a like, just because someone gave you a comment or reshared something that you posted does not in any way, shape, or form necessarily qualify them as a lead, a client, or customer. That doesn't mean that 
they can't be and those who are clients, customers, or potential leads won't share your content or engage with it. What I'm trying to clarify is we have to look at these metrics a certain way and understand how do we navigate social media. Listen, we are all guilty of this at some point on our social media journey. If you are posting nothing but motivational thought leadership, but you at the same time expect new clients, new customers, new users, new leads coming in the door, but you aren't literally talking about their pain points and the solutions you bring, how in the world would your ideal audience know what you do, know that you exist, and have a desire to choose you to eliminate their pain or to add value to their joy? Just like I said in episode 33 of this podcast, the questions are simple. Are you a pain reliever or a pleasure provider? Do you eliminate pain or do you add joy? Understanding which one you are is essential. If you're the chocolate cake or the Tylenol, makes all the difference in your messaging, in your branding, how you articulate yourself, how you position yourself, and what content you output to your ideal audience. And to take it a step further, if you don't make a clear ask, how would anyone know what you want? Listen, we ain't mind readers. Your audience isn't a mind reader. What may seem clear as day to you with your intentions, with your messaging, with your video and copy on whatever platform medium you choose to use, screaming loud as day, choose me, choose me, this is why, this is why, does not mean at all. Let me be clear, does not mean at all that we are going to perceive that same understanding, context, or takeaway from the efforts or energy and the content that you're outputting. We all know what they say, do not assume, because it what? In the same way, let's not assume. It's all about testing and repositioning, testing and modifying, testing and optimizing to get to a place where we have data and history and proof to validate the direction of which we're going with our content distribution, the platforms that we are on, the messaging, the stories, the language that we use is actually working. Seriously, you can't just post things haphazardly because you see high engagement, but at the end of the day, you're training the audience and therefore you're training the algorithm too, but I digress, that this is what you are about and therefore getting absolutely nowhere with your content. Seriously, if you're posting about thought leadership, motivational content, and in some way, shape or form, those two points aren't directly plugged into how you make money or who you want to attract that's going to pay for whatever you're trying to serve to these individuals, it won't work. Which comes back to my original point. You post every day. You engage often. But you're not generating no leads. You're not getting no sales. Your lifetime value is terrible or non-existent. And you're wondering, why is it not working? Because you're doing all the steps. This is a clear example. The difference between engaging in efforts based on strategy and basing all of your energy and efforts off of tactics. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Joy Sandin. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. High engagement should never, ever be the baseline by which you create your topics and themes from. You base your topics and themes around who you're trying to reach, connect, work with, and obtain as a client. The problems that you solve, the solutions that you offer, let the engagement metric be a milestone. Let them be an indicator light to let you know that you are moving in the right direction with your themes and topics to the ideal audience. 
Well, Troy, um, this post blew up and really gave me high engagement. I went viral. Do not chase virality. Virality, in most cases, just makes you at the perfect time with the perfect theme that either had humor or wit or the right audio track that connected to a wide broad of users, of viewers, of consumers, that not even 1% of those individuals are actually going to buy what you offer, let alone even are there intentionally to engage more with your content. They only saw the content that blew up that went air quotes viral and they engaged with it more because there were more populace of people engaging with it. And psychologically, therefore, they're thinking, oh, this is something I should watch or engage or share. Raising the value is kind of like when you get something for free, for some reason, we may add more value to this item, even though it may not be as good. But because it's free, oh, I'm going to look at a little slightly a little different. Be a little biased. Oh, this has a lot of engagement. I might be a little biased and stop and look at it a little bit more. It has nothing to do with me. I don't need the product. I don't need the service. I don't even know who this creator is. I don't even know who this business is. This is the first time I introduced to it. I engage with it to match the masses. And that was it. That's all. Nothing else. Therefore, the intent is not to go viral. The intent is to demonstrate and exhibit value that ties into your product, your service, your deliverable, your MVP in a way that attracts a high amount of individuals who align with that same need, who have that same pain point, who have that same desire to experience that certain level of joy experience, see your content and are therefore rerouted, redirected to engage with more content as a funnel. Maybe from there, they navigate to your website or landing page. Maybe from there, they submit their information. They schedule a call. Maybe from there, you have a great engagement and it trickles down the funnel to a capture and now they are a client they are a customer they are an advocate user of what you're offering and they actually get value and they're satisfied with what you presented at the very beginning when they first discovered you from there they're either going to maintain themselves as a client or customer with you because you have showed value that they need consistently that solves a problem that they don't worry about no more or if it is a term life to the experience of being a client customer or user for what you're offering they now become an extreme advocate driving more referrals eliminating a lot of resistance and time and downright money for you to do this again that's how you should look at it it's not about going viral People think sometimes that if I go viral and I flood my account with all these new users, I now pass the eye test. So therefore, when I post other content more about what my ask is, what my product is, what my service is, they will now buy it. But if the follower account, if the community that you have established are all here for a meme and not here for what you have to actually say, for what you are actually offering, basically you have this phantom community that will not buy what you offer. The reality and the truth and the things I'm trying to convey to you in this moment, for those who are struggling with social media to convert, for those who are struggling with content marketing to be effective, for those who have no idea what they want to post about, what they should say. When people come to me and they tell me these things, I stop them right in their tracks. I'm saying, has anything generated or have led to actual revenue or even potential revenue? Has anyone referenced anything you posted about in a conversation that could be an ideal buyer? Anyone. And if they have become a buyer, if they have bought your product or service, what is that value? How much was it? How much energy, time, and effort did it take for you to have that conversion from social media as a catalyst or as a trigger point? However you want to quantify and look at it. I don't know. Or not that much. Or they've put so much value and 
phantom revenue on social media efforts that aren't proven, that aren't validated, that aren't justified. Therefore, wasting a ton of energy, time, creativity, and money on just doing tasks and not building and developing and executing based off of a very intentional strategy that encompasses the audience, that integrates the messaging, the proper messaging, the proven messaging from trial and error, for you to have a content marketing plan with clear distribution process, a system to allocate creativity, to message, to output, and a way to know how to measure if it's successful or not. Not defined by the platform, not defined by vanity metrics, which we really should use as indicator lights more than as actual values attributed to dollars and cents, which is totally not the case. It's too subjective. It's too easy to let your ego, to let those endorphins, that dopamine of seeing all those lights be a certain thing. But as I've said in way early episodes of the I Digress podcast, and I'll say again in this moment and reaffirm, you cannot cash likes for money. Likes is not a currency that you can exchange for dollars. Stop treating likes as currency. There are many people who have gone viral who have not made a sense from their virality. Hear me. They ain't made one penny, but they went viral. I want you to stop thinking about social media as a virality opportunity. Who cares? I want you to see social media as a highway to sales being the destination. That's what I want you to think about. That's how I need you to see this perspective. It's critical. As we've seen, so many platforms are modifying and changing. The algorithms are changing. Everything's optimizing. Everything is going all over the place. When we center ourselves around social media being a bridge, a portal for someone to walk through, engage with us, and ricochet to the next level, the next step, being our website, being some type of call to action, it doesn't matter what changes are being made. We can pivot and readjust because we know what our nucleus is. We know what our foundation is. You feel me? You understand? This is how we need to navigate this. This is how this works. This is critical. This is essential part of how to look at social media and content marketing in this day and age. What's up, I Digress listeners? If you've been listening to I Digress, you know that I Digress is all about providing marketing strategy to help your business grow. John Jans is the real deal on the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast one of the leading small business marketing experts. Over 25 years of experience as a marketer, as a speaker, as an entrepreneur, and as an author. Listen to the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast that is designed to give you marketing tips, tactics, and resources to grow your business. Something I love about the show is that John never shies away from asking the tough questions. Things like, is your core audience the audience you want to have? And does your business solve a customer's problem? Some of the episodes that I listened to recently was how to create marketing that can't be ignored. Ooh, that's a good one. Narrowing your focus Focus on your ideal customer. Don't we all need to do that? The Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, hosted by John Jans, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. If you look back at my episodes 86 and 87, when I talk with Agora Pulse's CMO on how do we retool organic social media and is organic social media a marketing channel that generates positive ROI? One, it totally does. Two, I have two episodes that justifies that. Plus, in those episodes, there's a link to the full video that I talk about that with Agora Pulse's CMO. And there's another video where we have a great debate on this exact thing on is organic social media a marketing channel that provides positive ROI. It certainly does. Go check out those episodes and the links to those videos are in the show notes of those two episodes. And let me know on Twitter at Fontroy what you thought about it or LinkedIn. 
slash Brian Troy. Everything on the internet of my social media content is at or slash Brian Troy. So please search, engage, follow, connect. But back to my point, when we understand how to look at social media, when we understand how to use social media, we don't add any additional false expectations on social media. And when we can pivot and modify accordingly, logically, not get too lost in the endorphins of the engagement or attachment to the platform, if it's not making you money and you're trying to use social media to make you money as a business, you got to pivot and adjust accordingly. You got to modify how you think. You got to modify what you do. You got to modify what you say. You got to modify who are you speaking to, how, when, where, why, and when. This matters. People are doing the same social media tactics from 10 years ago. And looking and wondering, why is nothing working? People are copying what other established brands, thought leaders, creators are doing from the letter, literally, and not getting the same results. And they're wondering, what is happening? Have you considered their audience? Have you considered what they offer? Yeah, they're speaking about motivational content, but guess what? They make 37% of their revenue on public speaking an additional 13% of their book sales. And the rest is split off between coaching and consulting, courses. Oh, you don't have none of that? Oh, you're a SaaS company? Oh, okay. Oh, you're in construction? Oh, okay. Oh, you're a creative marketing agency who wants clients minimum $50,000 a month payment to do what you do. But you've doubled and put 85% of your energy and efforts on motivational content that doesn't even talk to your ideal audience psyche. You're just doing very general motivational content to get engagement, training the algorithm, and building an audience of people who will never buy from you. But it makes you feel good that you get high engagement versus I make a content marketing strategy that aligns with my go-to market strategy that encompasses our branding and messaging that we have proven that we feel will work or we have a subset of groups based off research that we have been doing to our ideal audience in the hopes that it will work with the intent and purpose to make money the intent and purpose to drive legion, sales conversions, and ultimately a consistent flow of revenue. We're going to start with these subgroups. Yeah, the engagement may not be as high compared to these other individuals and communities, but it's high in conversions because we're talking to our audience. We're building a name for ourselves. We're raising our brand IP to be an established air quotes thought leader, but with the intentions to that ideal audience who's actually going to buy who's not going to flinch at our price, who's going to see the value in what we're saying and what we're offering and have a higher probability of converting. Big diff, big difference. So what are you thinking about now? Did I change your mind? Did I add more perspective about how you're going to look at your social media? Or are you still going to do the same thing in the same fashion, in the same way, chasing likes and views and engagement, but you're not going to get any money? This is a big problem as to why small businesses, early startups, creators, consultants, solopreneurs struggle, but not even those groups. Legacy brands who haven't pivoted, who are staying the same process and not even considering we have five plus generations in the workforce, five generations with money, and we're going to do the same thing thinking it's going to connect. And they wonder why their numbers are going down. They're wondering why their user base is going down. Their brand value. Their actual IP that they've built an entire legacy on for generations is now abysmal, irrelevant. We don't care. The world doesn't care. And a blink of an eye with one change of a platform, you are no longer relevant. Shoot. Technology is literally making brands and services and products irrelevant overnight. No one cares. Why would I pay for your product or service when I can have AI do it? I can have ChatGPT do it. At the very least, 
mid-level people and under who didn't have the amount of money really to pay for your product or service in the first place aren't going to even take the risk for the upsell because they think in their minds, this lower priced, easier opportunity is going to solve the problem, which it may not, which it may not. But because of the technology out there and there's more competition in the market alone, curiosity and cost is going to force people to look a different way than you. What are you going to do about it, though? With technology changes, platform changes, audience changes, we demand more from you. We demand more energy and efforts from you. We demand you to be storytellers, to be genuine creators, to drive the needle, to connect with me, to validate with me all of my pain points before I choose to work with you. Are you doing that with your social media content? Stop the whole, we're going to post and set it and forget it QVC method. Them days have been gone. Stop just broadcasting. It's two-way conversations now. We demand effort. We demand the right type of effort. We demand you to listen and pay attention to culture and audience norms. A lot of which I talk about in my final chapter of Strategize Up. There's a whole series of subcultures we have to consider when we're positioning our content out there. It's not about just posting for tactics. It takes strategy and intentionalism. This is what makes content strategy and engaging in content marketing tactics two different things. The strategy keeps you headed in the right direction like a GPS. The tactics fuel the content engine to stay on pace. But without strategy, you can do as many tactics as you want, but may never head in the right direction, burning gas, money, time, and resources just because. And you don't want that. I don't want that for you. Nobody wants that. Yet so many are doing exactly Stop letting the task list be more important than the milestone list. Are you hitting your milestones through the efforts you're putting in? Or do you need to slow down and pivot before you get too far away from your goals? If you set a revenue number and then estimate a legion number average from that and work backwards for content development, content marketing, and content distribution, you can have a better chance and probability of success. There are so many factors behind the scenes you may or may not know. And blindly switching to try to obtain their numbers doesn't mean you'll reach those numbers. And secondly, if it's not proven that it will correlate with what you really want in the end, being leads and conversions from content, what are you doing? Let's be smarter about where we invest our content marketing energy. And let's embrace a content marketing strategy. And if you really need a reset in your content marketing, I would suggest listening to episode 74, where I talk about go back to the fundamentals. Create, distribute, repeat. Your content needs to either make the demand or meet the demand. Because we have to understand the difference between tactics and strategy. And we have to have a plan in place where our content really connects with the audience where we meet their demands. Or our content is so bold and original and has so much substance and value that we actually make the demand. My hope and intention is that you take this episode, you reset how you do content, you update your content marketing strategy, or you implement one, you look at your tactics, align it with your strategy, compare it against your goals or money you've already accumulated. And how do we retool this to accelerate our revenue? How do we modify this to connect to a more intentional, engaging audience that will actually do what we say? But that's if you actually ask them to do something, not tell them. No one likes to be told what to do, but make the request, make a clear, CTA, call to action for them to engage in. This is the way. It's up to you to embrace this way in order to get to where you want to go.
in the time frame that you want to get there. And I'm sure what you're offering, what you're selling has immense value. But if you don't know how to integrate and distill that value into content that connects with actual buyers, you're not making no money and your business will fail. You will fail. So it's critical to not treat social media as a broadcast, post and forget it, chasing virality. My value is in the engagement and reset and retool and modify for actual revenue to an active audience that actually cares about what you do, that needs what you offer, and will be advocates to drive more people, more exposure, more referrals to your business. Let's do this. Let's make better content, more intentional content, content that emulates value, content that connects with our ideal audience. And honestly, content that's going to drive conversions, that's going to make us that M-O-N-E-Y. How does that sound? Let's go make content that's going to meet the demand, that's going to make us money. And with money, we are now going to become a sustainable business. And then from there, we can have the building blocks to have a scalable business. I want you to be a champion. I want your business, however big, however small, however the goals, to be successful. And a big critical part of that is your content marketing efforts. Make sure you have a strategy and a system in order to streamline sustainability, scalability, and success. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.